Welcome to the Connect Hope Podcast, a podcast to encourage pastors and ministry leaders who are striving to make Jesus famous. Hey, this is Gene Jennings. Welcome to the Connect Hope Podcast. I'm here with my buddy Chuck Gordon, and we are here again, part two with Zach Williams, and we're going to talk with Zach today about Christmas and how we can make Christmas special, how we can make it inviting for our friends and family, co-workers. So you guys... Um, Chuck, what's on your mind as we talk about Christmas Day with Zach? Well, Grinch, I mean, Gene, it, it is wonderful to be back with you, man. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm excited to have the sequel. Normally sequels are not always that good, but I think it's true. It's, we're, the route we're going and who we're with, I, I think it's going to be awesome. And, um, if he it, does good today, it'll be a trilogy. Man. I know, I know exactly the, uh, but we're with Zach Williams and Zach is our next steps pastor at true North and, just have the amazing privilege of serving this guy. Such a humble spirit and uh, servant heart. And this guy knows how to leverage uh, relationships in a way that he always wanted to build, build up others in Christ and see them use their gifts and talents for God's glory. And uh, just see amazing way God's spending you here at True North. And, and uh, man, so we thought, let's bring you in on Christmas and what True North is doing to prepare, kind of taking those next steps on on uh, bridging with all the regulars that come, but also the CEOs, the Christmas Easter onlys, and and uh, man, just bridging relationships with Christ, you know, trying to connect with people. And Chuck, um, let me say this: um, last week we talked with Michael Martin about Christmas, and most of our conversation with Michael was kind of what happens in the auditorium in the service, and most of our conversation with Zach today is really going to be what happens from the parking lot to the auditorium. When when you say exactly. That, yeah. that awkward, uh, awkward step from the parking lot into the auditorium. How can we take that and make it something that's uh, right. incredible? But Zach, that's, that's where you come in, man. Yeah, that's uh, I want to meet this guy that you just talked about and gave compliments <laughs> to. But no. Uh, yeah. I, Christmas, man, it's one of my it is my it's my favorite time of year. I don't know about Gene, but we're working no, on him. It's, we're working. He on likes it. We've, we've learned he likes it, but he has to have his uh, his turkey first. Is, is, what, we, is exactly. what we've heard. So Fran, he, Christmas. Yeah. Fran, he appreciates Christmas and, and for his salvation kind of together. They, they go hand in hand. <laughs> we had Christmas trees up uh, first week in November in my house, but really? that's getting earlier and earlier every wow. year. So we get, I'm a little nervous, but it's still great. It's fantastic. But when you start decorating for Halloween in August. Uh, yep. Yeah. Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, big, big holiday guy. And so uh, get to kind of bring that into, uh, into, in, in, into true north into into the church world and how we can do things and so what are some of the when when you think of christmas and i, I imagine you're meeting with a team preparing what are some of the questions you start to ask when i mean do you already have a uh, do you know what's going to happen like in the worship service and you build off of that or when it comes to christmas eve services um or is it something you're just kind of going with a random hey let's do this what where does all that start yeah, kind of as you prepare for people to come on campus at Christmas. Yeah, well, uh, just kind of speaking into this this past year and kind of how we kicked things off, it was uh, what can, some people would consider like a blank slate. But we start that blank slate was, hey, what was the, the top 10 things we did last year for our Christmas services that, hey, the, the, these are these are almost staples that we need to continue or, um, you know, people expect these things, whether it's the music portion like Michael has talked about or whether it's the outdoor environments um, from parking to lights to hot cocoa, different things that we kind of do ar around here is to create these staples. So we kind of start with a blank sheet, top 10 things we do, and then we kind of build off of it. We kind of put shape a theme around it and different things. What's When you say the top 10 things, what's the goal in those 10 things? What do you want to see happen as a result of those 
those things that you're putting together. Yeah. So we, we, we know at Christmas, that's, that's probably our biggest reach um, as a church, the opportunity to get people um, into the building that might not necessarily come the other 51 weeks. They may come, they may come at Easter and they may come at Christmas. And, um, but what can we do to kind of break those barriers, break that ice? Hey, you, you should, you should come to church with me. It's really not that bad. And we kind of, you know, create these things like, oh man, they, they, they met me with a smile in the parking lot. There was a guy running around in an elf costume on a golf cart and there's lights and there's a big Christmas tree and other oh, doing hot cocoa and they're doing things like that. So just things that can kind of go ahead and break down those walls. So when they walk into that auditorium portion, when they walk into the, uh, you know, into the sanctuary, what that is, is it, it just breaks the ice, it breaks the wall. So they're, they're more comfortable and more susceptible. I'm going to go with that word uh, to hearing what God's got for them. And I, we were talking yesterday in another conversation. I was talking with um, with someone about how Christmas is still. Um, it, it's probably not. Let me back up. It's the most opportune time for the church these days because Christmas is still a holiday where people recognize it's about the birth of Jesus. Uh, they still sing songs about the birth of Jesus, and so um, for unreached, unchurched people, this is still the the best opportunity we have all year, you know, even more than Easter, any other uh, time of the year, this is the time when people still at least know, I guess most people think or know the, the reason for the season, so to speak. Uh, it's not just Santa and gifts, it's, it's Jesus' birth. So um, the door's kind of already open because the culture still recognizes that Christmas is about Christ. No doubt. The door is open, but what are we going to do to make sure that, that, uh, People come in, they already have excuses and reasons they right. can't be here. We have, we hear that every Sunday, reasons people can't come and they're not at church. And, and of course, COVID, which that's in essence passed, but at the same time, people still use that. You know, we can watch online and we're just as happy. It's like, no, 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 that's <laughs> not the, we want people to connect with Christ uh, ultimately. So what what are some of the things that, that have been done even past? And then we'll look forward in future. What are things that have been done that, that you saw as, man, this, this, we did it. And it really went well. Maybe even some things that flopped too. That yeah, we won't do this again. But we did this. You know, I'd love to learn what are some of those things that uh, that come to mind to you that uh, really seem well as far as bridging with people when they came in. Yeah, and so we uh, we, we usually right after Thanksgiving, lights go on top of the building of the church, and um, so throughout all of December, there's always when you drive by late evening, you see the light. So you're already your heart's getting prepared December first, December second you know, into the teens all the way up to Christmas Eve, you know, services and things like that. And so lights like that is that going ahead and sets the tone for the entire month for us. And so that's a huge win for us, big success. We've uh, kind of even um, dove deeper into lights and, and having a large tree on site, um, a, a place where families can gather um, for a photo opportunity or something to just look at throughout the throughout the month of December. And so those are those are big wins for us. Um, and then we've kind of done some smaller things along the way. And um, that's just kind of putting Santa hats on some volunteers and, um, you know, having our parking guys dress up as elves here and there, or our golf cart team and things like that. And one big, big win for us, um, is about, I guess, four, five Christmases ago, we've introduced hot cocoa on, uh, Christmas Eve services and it has become a staple. People ask every year when they come in, what's the recipe? How do you do this? And, uh, it, you know, it's the secret Swiss miss, you know, and so uh, I call Swiss miss. It's really just the hot chocolate water is what it is. Um, but it's what you put in the hot cocoa that makes it good. And so we kind of go all out and uh, kind of create what we call a hot cocoa bar every year. Sometimes it's inside, sometimes it's outside by fire pits. 
we vary just depends on the year and the weather and all that and uh we we bring crushed peppermint when i was a kid um memories are a big thing for christmas for me so i remember every year my mom would take a blanket and she would lay it on the fireplace and she would buy chalky peppermint and she'd take a hammer to it and she would smash peppermint and smash peppermint and smash peppermint all day i mean there's peppermint going everywhere but then she would take it and then she would make different peppermint treats and so I have a vivid memory of like peppermint is very Christmas to me. And so what we do is we don't have to crush up peppermint anymore. You can just go to webstrot.com and you can buy 20 pounds of peppermint for like $10 already crushed my poor mom and that hammer in my fireplace. But uh, we would, we put uh, crushed peppermint, we put chocolate flakes, uh, Christmas colored sprinkles, many, many marshmallows and whipped cream, of course, um, ready whip. And, and we make a, a cool little recipe that really doesn't cost that much. If you go to Costco or Sam's and, um, it's just creates either the kids love it. They run from, uh, their, their children's service, the adults, they get it before they get it after we go through quite a lot of Swiss miss. Um, yeah. and it, it does take some preparation in terms of getting water hot and mixing it all up, but we've learned a system each year. We've kind of gotten better with it and it's been a big, big win for us. Okay. So when you're planning for this, you're thinking about that unchurched person, that uh, friend of a church member that's coming along. Uh, a coworker, maybe. So you're thinking about what can we do that's going to appeal to that person? What can we do that's going to allow that person, the walls to come down so they can go into the auditorium and hear the true message of Christmas and the gospel? That's kind of how you're thinking. Absolutely. And it starts all the way from the decorations outside, like we're saying, volunteers roaming. Uh, hot cocoa spread uh, uh, across the what we consider like our plaza. We even added a, a s'mores. Um, I call them s'mores troughs is what we did last year. And so it was like a, a s'mores bar um, and where people could go and they had a candle and they uh, like a Sterno style candle used for cook or in the hospitality world. And uh, they'd roast marshmallows and make s'mores. And uh, we added that to our hot cocoa. So all of that was geared um, to kind of break down that wall, break down that barrier saying, hey, Who's coming on campus? It's a variety of people. It's an amazing, it's an amazing opportunity. You know, the message is Jesus, but we're going to have these little pieces around that make people feel loved and welcome as well. Um, and so when it comes message time, there's there's not a, a transition for them in terms of listening or hearing. They're ready. You know, they've they've kind of already experienced some things. And so, okay, what's what's now? I can't wait. What's what's coming next? And so it doesn't have to be like way over the top, spending a lot of money. There's small touches we can do. You know, Santa hat costs nothing and, uh, you know, and Swiss miss, you know, doesn't cost much of anything either. So I think just even even as we're talking, uh, I know there's some things even some of our listeners may be working through and, and it's going to sound goofy. But for some people, well, I'm not going to get Santa hats for my people because that's Santa. Yeah. But, but I, I believe that goes back to what Gene was saying. Uh, the message is not compromised in any way, shape or form. And what we're doing, I believe, is compromised because we're, we're definitely the, the message is being presented presented of that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to God by him, but it's talking about, again, that, that Christmas gift of Christ is, is what we're celebrating, but we're just, but what I hear you talking about is a lot of work and a lot of preparation goes into disarming people as they come in because everybody has their defenses up. Uh, I think one of the unique privileges I've had, even though it's a challenge is in, in recent last couple of years have been attending other churches. And when you're used to attending a church for a long time, whether you're on staff or a, a regular there, you don't think about it being awkward because that's home for you. But when you come mm -hmm. in from the outside, I don't care whether you've been in church world forever or whatever, it, it still can be awkward walking on a church campus for the first time because you don't know anybody. And, and so I, 
I, what I hear you saying is y'all go overboard and trying to disarm people from having those their defenses up. There's you know, shields up, Captain. Anyway, <laughs> kind of you know, the whole Star Trek thing. You kind of take down those shields where they are open and vulnerable to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and anyway, that's what I'm I'm hearing. I'm kind of doing a backdoor summary. But um, anyway, I think it's amazing, man. What are some of the other things that that I love the the s'mores trough? That's cool. Yeah. Little sterno cans, you said. That's right. And, and yeah, there, there, there. That was that was the first time we experimented last year, and that was it was a lot of fun. And so we that is on deck, more than likely making a reappearance this year in 2022. And we even had the train. Um, oh, help me remember the movie. Oh uh, yeah, a couple a yeah, a couple years ago, but we we and did we had, a, um, a a believe series. And yeah, our local community has a little like a trolley bus thing, and we borrowed it. We had a guy dressed up like the conductor in the movie and all that. Yeah, the whole and, theme um, was Polar Express. Yeah, yeah Polar Express. Thank you. I can remember <laughs> yeah. the name of the movie. That was your, your so ticket. We had the Polar oh, Express, yeah. and we had the trolley trolley bus out front that was kind of like the Polar Express with a conductor. That was pretty cool. It was playing Christmas music and kids, and they would do family opportunities, and it was a really cool. The whole series behind it, you know, from uh, like Michael would say, that happened in the auditorium. So there was, you know, there was experiences and snow machines and everything was happening. And so it was a, everybody got a bell, like if you've ever seen Polar Express. And so really just try to, we, like you said, we had that, or I said earlier with like a blank, blank sheet, 10 things we do well, but where we kind of want to land the plane this year. And so wherever that may be, it may have been a believe and, you know, and, and that kind of shaped Polar Express or, you know, it, it varies year to year. And so, you know, uh, just just a quick preview kind of where we're landing this year yeah. is um, we're kind of walking through the, the gift that the wise men brought through the month of December and um, and this idea of the star and kind of have a, a good storyline to go along with it. But, you know, um, so we're actually theming all of December for that. And we're big on family experiences here um, and how we we. I, oftentimes at church, I see what we're seeing is, and it may not be in everybody's church, but is, and a lot of the parents come because the kids really want to come, you know, and, and it may be not be, may not be exactly where the parents want to be, but my kids love coming. And when you see your child run to church, that's a, that's a thing that's like, okay, my, my kid wants to come to church. And, and so we're seeing that we see kids run onto, onto site, onto campus. And, and so we know it's like, Hey, let's, let's target that more. Let's hone in on that a little bit more. And so um, we're kind of creating some family style events throughout the week, almost like a scavenger hunt to kind of go along with the theme of a star and the wise men and these different things. And so uh, we're kind of experimenting this, this year. It could be, it may not be the greatest thing ever. We may not get a turnout at all. Or we may get, well, we might have to up this a little bit more. And um, we're going to bring in some treats for families like uh, cookie decorating. Swiss Miss will make an appearance, I'm sure, um, and, and, and different things like that. So there's going to be some really cool experiences. Uh, another experience that we do is um, is we take a photo, photo of the family each and every year. And, and last year we introduced a Polaroid camera. And, and it's not like, the, I mean, it is the old school Polaroid. You can get new digital age ones and it prints them off and you can take a picture with your phone and connect it and it prints. And so it's not overly complicated. Um, and they leave with a treat, you know, and, and, you know, families are together and it just leaves a special moment that when they pull their Christmas tree down the next year, it's like, oh, do you remember when we took this photo by the Christmas tree at church last year? Let's do that again. And so just creating things that are lasting you know, uh, there. You know that that group may not always come to church together every Sunday, but hey, my cousin's coming this time. You know, my mom's in town. You know, and all these people, and so it just creates a special, special moment. So we really try to tune into that family aspect of Christmas as well. We find a lot of um, uh, traction there. That's awesome. I, didn't the 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 Polaroids that were used this past year 
they print out the small uh, little print. And if I remember correctly, wasn't there something that, that they uh, stuck it to that had the date and whatever else on yeah, it? Yeah, the so, Polaroid itself was adhesive. So we okay. stuck it to um, almost like a cardstock. We, we, okay. You know, we had it printed in our own in the office and, uh, and it said, I think Christmas at, uh, at Christmas at True North or Merry Christmas 2021 for yeah. last year is what it was. But um, and then we were hole punched it and put a little string and then they had, they had an ornament. Okay. And so it was uh, it wasn't just a picture that kind of gets lost in your miscellaneous drawer. It actually became an ornament. And so a memory. Yeah. yeah. Every year they decorate the tree. After Thanksgiving, they decorate the tree. After Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> First of November. And even for the people that decorate before <laughs> Thanksgiving, they can use it too. Yeah. So. <laughs> But man, that, that's incredible. And, and, um, and so this year, those different uh, family environments, family experiences, now those are going to be held on campus or um, just is, are all those here or are they going to be out in the community or what? Yeah, this, this year we're going into the community, which we find a lot of success. Again, some people might not feel as comfortable coming on to a church site to do uh, a family experience, but say, hey, we're going to be at the local, you know, uh, athletic fields or the local high school or around town in the Walmart parking lot. And we're gathering. We're going to have some cocoa cookie decorating. Um, you come find come find this big star, you know, this thing we're looking for scavenger hunt style thing out in communities like, oh, I'll go do that. All I do is got to go to the Lowe's parking lot. I can handle that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, again, it, it sounds I love the again, bringing in the family and you build that anticipation for the kids. And yeah, I, I know for us, man, it spoke volumes. It always spoke volumes when our daughters wanted to be there and, and we all want our kids to be a part of it. And so um, I believe, and that's a whole nother uh, topic is, you know, what they do in kids ministry to yeah. try to make this captivating for their, their children. Cause we want to, you know, get them while they're young. We want to reach yeah. them. So one thing, Chuck, um, the things that we're talking about, the Zach's been mentioning, these are things that any church of any size can do, whether you have 50 or 500 or 5,000. Uh, I mean, hot chocolate. Come on. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like I said, Swiss yeah. Miss, that's pretty easy. I can yeah. make Swiss Miss. Yeah. Just scale it. You know, to so you yeah, just scale it to whatever whatever your volunteer resources are and whatever your financial resources are. But really, um, none of these things are expensive and really not even that volunteer intensive. So it's really just taking the initiative, um, going, you know, taking the next step being willing to do a little bit more than you did last year and doing more that's going to make it comfortable for that, um, that unreached person to hear the gospel. Oh, I, I agree. I, and uh, I want to say that weren't there, uh, were there solo stoves? I want to say y'all had those out, the little smokeless fire pits. Yeah, we kind of have a new addition to our church. Uh, last year, we went, uh, went out and purchased four or five of these solo stoves at um, you can kind of pop them up anywhere, not inside, of course, but definitely outside and kind of had them scattered out and, we kept filling them up with logs. They were easily to maintain. And it just, again, there, there is another thing that kind of adds to your campus or adds to your plaza or adds to your church exterior where it goes ahead and breaks down the walls, you know, and it preps that sermon um, and that message of Jesus, you know, and it's coming and, and, and they know and they're, they know what's probably about to be spoken to them, but you're preparing their hearts. And, and that's what we want to do. Uh, well, one thing, uh, again, I've, I've said this over and over is I, I see you're always working with a team uh, trying to set the stage where is one, it's done with excellence, whatever's done, but also two, people are almost guessing what's going to happen. They know it's going to be good. Um, and it doesn't have to be over the top. It can be something simple. Like you said, like Gene, you were talking about just hot chocolate. I mean, right. it's just, you know, and, and we can make it more complicated than it is. And, and maybe you can't serve, you know, for some that are meeting in a traditional building, they can't serve chocolate in hot chocolate there, but, what if they do something in the parking lot? What if they have a little canopy tent? You know, just 
there are different ways of leveraging this and going, okay, let's, let's think outside the proverbial box and, and um, let's see, what can we do to disarm people that, and, and to kind of take those shields down and for them to want to anticipate this, but even goes back to, like you said, Zach, uh, lights on the Christmas, on the, on the building itself. Now, a lot of churches can't do that. They're not going to do that, but what can they do that, that builds anticipation? Um, that's huge. Yeah. So, Zach, you got any other ideas for us or thoughts before we wrap it up? Just give it a shot. Like really, <laughs> just 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 try something. It may not feel it may not feel like that's your language or you've done before. Just go buy a Krispy Kreme, get your donuts, and it it it, it helps. That's Donut the, holes. That's the best idea of the day. Right? It oh, is. Yeah. 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 Krispy Kreme. They have Christmas theme. Just call them, pre-order them ahead. They'll give you a church discount, by the way, and uh, <laughs> at least ours will. But um yeah so just give it a shot you know whether it's just a swiss miss or just having music in the parking lot you know put a speaker out there uh you know decorate the church sign with some garland you know there's little small things that that can go a long ways to saying hey they want me here like you know if, you, if you've never come to church it's like man they they're preparing for people to be here and exactly. I, and, I, and i and i feel okay about that and so i'm gonna give it a shot and you know and then we'll let jesus do the rest of it it makes me even think for for some listening to this you may not have any of these ideas and and you may be struggling because I get it. You may be struggling trying to figure out what can we do? I encourage you to get a few people in the room that are what if people. What if we do this? Uh, not the why, because there are always the people like, why? Why do we have to do that? You, know, you don't want to because they'll, they'll, they'll put out the fire. But get those what if people in the room. What if we do this? What if we try this? And one of the things, I've, Zach, I've seen you do this over and over with, with teams is you throw out a bunch of ideas and you put them up on the on a board, whether dry erase or otherwise. And you only end up using one or two, but you've got about 20 or 30 ideas up there. And, and some of them are just, you know, let's go to the moon. Let's take people to the moon and back, you know, and you can't do that. But but it ends up whittling down to, well, we can do these. And and that maybe is a place to start for some is just throw some things up on the board, get some of some people, pray about it, ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom and, and creativity. But it's getting some of the right people in there, not the not the Debbie Downers. Uh, and if you're a Debbie Downer, I get it. Where are you coming from? Same time, you need some creatives in there that are willing to say, let's try. What if we try this? Uh, and let's go that next step. And I think you do an amazing job with, with leading teams to that point. And uh, anyway, that said, I want to encourage if anybody would like to talk with Zach, we call him Z Willie around here, but any, would love uh, for you to connect with him. You can contact me at, at chuckg at connecthope.org. That's C-H-U-C-K-G at C-O-N-N-E-C-T-H-O-P-E dot O-R-G. And I'd love to connect with Zach again, just incredibly creative and leading the team. And I know I've seen him work with other churches and other ministries and just trying to set the stage uh, for God being glorified. And uh, I'm confident he'd love to you know, connect with you. So uh, let us know, man, if we can assist you in any way, shape or form. Sounds good. Thanks, for that. Zach, for joining us. <laughs> Always love hearing Chuck spell out his email address. That's a lot of letters. It is. I can spell. I can spell. I spell. Yeah. I, I yeah. can spell. Can spell worked a long time on doing it. It helps. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, putting up with us. And uh, again, thanks to Zach for joining us. And hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening today. If today's podcast hit home with you, we hope you'll share it with other ministry leaders. If there's any way we can be here for you, please contact us at connecthope.org. Until next time, let's make Jesus famous.